In the holy name of Jesus, amen. I know a woman whose husband was murdered, and now she lives every day in fear of what might happen next. I know a man whose son has died, and he spends his days waiting for the next shoe to drop. I know a woman who was betrayed by her best friend, no matter how hard she tries, in the eyes of those she meets, she always sees a traitor. I know you and I know me, and I know that we have all been dinged by evil too. You have your scars and I have mine. It is absolutely horrible when this happens in the world. But it is even worse when it happens in our families and in the church. Jesus tells us all about it in the Gospel for this evening. Brothers and sisters betray brothers and sisters. Fathers and mothers and children fight to the death. Bishops and pastors discipline without love, wounding Jesus and his little ones. When I was younger, I did not understand. How could this happen? In the world, okay, I understand, but in our families and in our church? We are the good guys. We are on the side of right and light. And nothing is more upside down than betrayal and evil among us. But knowing what actually happens to us and happens among us, how can we live by Jesus' words in verse 26? Do not be afraid. Do not worry. We can live lives without fear and without worry in our world, in our families, and in our church if we are willing to observe two things, or better, if we are willing to rejoice in two gifts that Jesus gives tonight in the Gospel. First, that Jesus is a realist, and second, that Jesus is a fixer. Jesus is a realist, not an idealist, and Jesus is a fixer. He is at work right now for you in the world toward heaven to sort everything out for your good. Jesus is a realist. Jesus knows that the world is an evil place because Jesus spent his own life pushing back the darkness. Jesus also knows that the darkness, the evil, and the demonic are always going to push back. After all, they put Jesus on the cross. Jesus also knows that sometimes evil is going to push back on each one of you as disciples, as followers of Jesus. And that is going to be very painful for you. 
Jesus never said that if you become a disciple, you will be rich or comfortable or powerful or perfect or painless. In fact, in the gospel appointed for this evening, Jesus says just the opposite. Follow me and your world and your friends and your family and sometimes even your church. They will hate you and betray you and they will even try to kill you. If you do not believe that this is true, ask any reformer who has been martyred by the church. Jesus is a realist. He is not an idealist. That is the first thing for this evening. So Jesus knows your pain. He knows that anybody, your friends, your family, your church, Jesus knows that anybody can go the way of darkness and that they can wound you deeply. And yet Jesus always stands by you. You are never alone and never unloved. That is Jesus' first gift to you this evening, and it is the first reason why you need not worry. Do not be afraid. Here is his second gift to you tonight. Jesus is not only a realist, Jesus is a fixer. Very simply, that means that Jesus is not only going to stand by you now, but Jesus is also going to sort everything out for you and for your good. This is how it works. Because Jesus is a realist, Jesus expects and even understands evil in the world. For you and for me, a great evil like a murder or a death or a betrayal by a friend is a flashbang. It disorients us. It stuns us. It blinds us. It scares us. When a husband is murdered, when a child dies, when a friend betrays us, it sends our world spinning. But this is not true for Jesus. Because Jesus has already suffered every evil on the cross, because Jesus has suffered for every sin, Jesus now is not surprised or confused or scared by the evil that attacks you and I. The truth is, Jesus has seen it all before. More than that, with his own dying and then his rising, Jesus has survived and Jesus flourishes. And that, you see, is our salvation. We wear the name of Jesus from our baptism. The living voice, the viva vox of Jesus rings in our ears. Tonight when you leave, you will carry in your body the holy body and holy blood of Jesus as you go back out into a very, very dangerous world. With his touch of word and sacrament tonight in the liturgy, we are cemented to Jesus. We are joined to him. He binds himself to us. And so we share his fate. That, you see, is the gift of the liturgy. That is the gift of the church. Jesus is indestructible. 
so each one of you is indestructible. Jesus is not destroyed, so you and I are not destroyed. No matter how bad it gets for us, there is nothing to fear. Do not fear. Do not worry. Because Jesus will sort it out for you and for your good in the end. The hairs on your head are numbered. You are more valuable than the sparrows. And just to make the point, Jesus promises that on your last day, he will personally introduce you to his Heavenly Father. Finally, Jesus' hope is not just from now until then. We don't just wait. Instead, Jesus tells us that he is very busy. He is moving through the world. He is uncovering every plot. He is revealing every conspiracy. He is lighting up every darkness. He is publishing every secret. All of that in the gospel for this evening. In short, Jesus, the realist, is eventually going to expose and destroy every evil so that these can't hurt you anymore. While Jesus, the fixer, spends his days comforting you and clearing your way as you go forward toward home in heaven. That is the only way to go through life and not see danger and darkness and murder and betrayal and death around every corner, and it is the gift that Jesus gives you this evening. You are never alone and you are never unloved. That is the reality of Jesus the realist. Jesus is always with you and always at work for you. That is the fix of Jesus the fixer. Jesus will do better with your troubles and your pain than you ever could do, now and forever. That's the hope of the church. So really, my friends, what is there to fear? In Jesus' world, every worry is a waste of life. Because each one of you already knows how your story ends. Your story ends in joy and in him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.